We're recording. It's good. It's not even good. I'm like, welcome. I look like Wayne's World. I was um, much cuter when we tried this the other day. You're still cute. Crystal's internet fucked up. So here we are again, starting over. Round not cute. Seven. Okay. But anyway, uh, here we are. Episode 144 of Hello Hello Dysfunction with Potafria. And Crystal, hot tits, Mickey. I'm glad to be back. I feel like we haven't recorded in fucking six months or something. Yeah, um, I hate it. So the reason we're doing this is because I got COVID. Mm. Um, I don't know exactly where it came from now. I was thinking it came from the babies because they were sick longer than anybody. They got sick first, but yeah. uh, they were both tested. And Lonnie, who actually goes to preschool, came back negative. But that could have happened because she got tested after being sick for three weeks. So you know, right. she wasn't testing positive anymore but anyway um we did some home tests and the only person that came back positive from those was me of course um so then I immediately scheduled like some you know where you go get tested at a facility and then when those results came back it was only me and then yeah and then um what did we do? Oh, and then PP wasn't getting any better. So I took her to urgent care like on Friday or something and she was positive. So my biggest mm. fear was that I would get it and she would get it. That was my biggest yeah. fear. And that's who got it. So as far as I know, you know, Bunny was sick for like two days a week ago, but I think she's, you know, she never tested positive and she's fine. So like they had like yeah. a cold or something, but we're the only ones that have like the real cooties. But I think I'm, my, you guys are feeling better. Well, she's not, which pisses me yeah. off because her cough is hella bad and it gets worse at night. I did buy like some natural, uh, you know, because babies that young, like a year old, they can't really take cough medicine. Right. So I bought like a natural one, all natural. And I tried it last night and I think it kind of coated her throat and helped a little bit, but. And then today I'm hella hoarse again. So I'm like, I was doing good. So like, don't have shit start fucking up again. I don't know. But that's where we're at as of now. I got my my smell and my taste back. Not 100%. Yay! Not 100%, but enough that I can like live. Enjoy food yes. again? Yes. And, and decide I want to eat something good. Yeah. So do you think the alpha lipoic acid helped? I do. I do. Because I my friend that got COVID like, a week before I got sick or something like that. I hadn't been around her, but um, she got sick like maybe one or two weeks before I did. She still ain't got her shit back. And and she's been better. So I told her like, I have, um, remember you brought me some and then I had already ordered some off Amazon. So I told her you need to come get them because that shit really helped. Like, I know it helped because as I started taking it, it got a little bit better every day, you know? Good. And so, yeah, I'm really happy about that. So do you think being vaccinated helped? helped? Absolutely. Absolutely. At one point, I was really only down for like, I'll say two days. But those two days were probably the sickest I've ever been in my life. And 
you know, I, I was trying to think to myself, like, I haven't been sick with a cold or anything for like five years. So I was yeah. like, um, you know, is are you just being dramatic because you ain't been sick in so long? So maybe you don't remember how it feels or whatever. But no, I was really, really fucked up. Like um, I had this headache in my eyes that would not go away. And just the front of my head that had me fucked up for like a day and a half. Um, yeah, I was like yeah. congested. It just felt like constant sinus pressure, but like worse than any sinus pressure I've ever had in my life. Um, it reminded me of years ago when I had got jumped and I broke, I got my orbital rim broke around my eye and my nose was broken at the same time. That's what the pressure felt like. Like the bones were fucking broken. That's exactly the, if I had to describe it, that's the same feeling that I felt. That's the worst kind of headache to me too, is that fucking uh, localized pressure feeling. Mm -hmm. That shit will make you feel like you're losing your fucking mind it hurts so bad yeah and I was like taking shit you know because I I don't really take hella medicine but I started you know I was taking shit for that and it, it wasn't helping and I was just like what the fuck I had to just put a cold towel on my eyes and just like force myself to sleep but mm-hmm. um I will say that you know those two days were only the worst and then you know, I slowly got better. Um but if I wasn't vaccinated, you know how my shit be I would be in the hospital. Absolutely. Yeah, we we had people write in and wanted to you to speak about being vaccinated and getting yeah. COVID. Yeah. And I'm still not pressuring knew. anybody like to get vaccinated, you know what yeah. I mean? But like with friends that I've talked to that haven't already been vaccinated, I'm like, you don't want to feel this. Like you don't want to get this and I'm vaccinated and you know, and you're not vaccinated. So it'll be worse. So like, I'm going to tell people like, do it for yourself. Um, save yourself the fucking pain and misery you're going to go through if you catch it. Cause now I'm almost like, I was so fucking safe and I still don't know where it came from. Like it could have came from a gas station. It could have came from anywhere. We don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know anybody that had it. We've been around nobody at the, at um, Lonnie's daycare had it. Nobody that's been anywhere near us. You know, we don't fucking go nowhere. So, um, me being as careful as I was, I still got it. So that, that tells me that I feel like, um, it's going to be one of those things where we're all going to get it just at some point. Like inevitable almost, you know? Yeah. And it's fucking scary. You know, when you called me and you were like, I have something to tell you, but don't freak out. You know, instantly I freak out. (laughs) I knew you were going to. So I was kind of like, let me give her a chance to guess it first. Like, so she can just, (laughs) me, that could be anything. So (laughs) I'm like, I can't really let her guess it with me because like, there's no telling what the fuck is going on. I was fucking I I I was like okay I'm gonna get a test right now and I hung up the phone and I was with my mom and fucking I started crying and I was like I have COVID I'm a plague rat and my mom was like calm the fuck down thank god you were with her at that time see how things happen for a reason you know like because if you were by yourself you would have panicked you'd have called everybody else and panicked them um, yes. I was just at your yeah. house uh, pr- one day prior and, and we had recorded a, a Patreon episode. Luckily, I don't be hugging y'all and shit and I don't be going all up in your house and touching um, handles. Sorry, I have to fix my bangs. Um, I don't be going I know, through your my hair. The, the fucking Will's kids were there. You know, thank God I'm not the type to be like, oh, come give me a hug and shit. 
So I right. knew that, you know, I knew we weren't super close. And also I've known people that have had it and no one else in their household got it. Yeah. But I knew, you know, I think I thought we would be okay. But um, you know, yeah. it's still scary. We all tested negative. You know, I tested everybody and we all tested negative, but so let me That's tell you what's funny. funny. Um, so the day before I went and bought the test, like I had, my throat was feeling kind of the way it is right now, which was like hoarse and um, kind of like burning a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it was like that Sunday or something, um, Satan hits me. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard previous episodes, it's my ex that I call Satan. Um, he lives here now, back in town, California. So he called me and he's like, oh, where's the rabbit? Talking about Bunny. And he's like, I ain't seen her. I need to come by there and talk to her. I had already told him that she got in a fight like a week ago or whatever. And um, he was like, well, I'm in the area. So I'm hella proud. Yeah. So I said, well, when you come, this is when she wasn't feeling well. I said, bring some Advil. And, you know, I'm just telling you, she might have a cold or something. So if you want to come, come. So he came, he hung out for a while. He was talking to her and shit mostly. But like before he left, he was in my room talking to me because I was in there with the baby and shit. And then like everybody else just kind of ended up in my room. And before he left, bitch, I put him in a headlock and I had him in a headlock and like slammed him down. And then I was like kissing the side of his face like, bye, I miss you. Bye. Like being an asshole. And then the next day I find out and I had to make that call. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you're of all the people, of all fucking people to oh my. the first thing I said, I was like, uh you're not going to like this, but like, I have to tell you, cause you're like the only person I saw. So I tell him and he's like, wow, the vid, like, I'm gonna smoke you if I got the vid. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, but you know, um, we didn't know what bunny had either. Like, I'm sorry. She came back negative though. It was just me. Luckily you weren't in there talking to me for very long, but like, yeah. Wow. really put him in a headlock when I had COVID. Oh my God. And he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He checked me like twice to make sure I wasn't dead. And um, good, good. Yeah, he didn't get it, so I'm happy about that. Well, um, I was responsible, and I followed up finally with my oh sinus surgeon. Uh-huh. And he had to go get the fucking smallest scope to go up my fucking sinuses, uh-huh. but he was able to see like up into this area. Uh huh. And um, so I go to the sinus doctor. He scopes my nose. He says. Everything looks good up the right side. He can look up in here. So he does this side where I didn't have the surgery. And um, there's only a small portion he can't see. So Mm -hmm. he's like, I'm pretty confident in saying um, you don't have a sinus infection. They don't look inflamed. um, But I can't be 100% because there's that small area. He's like, what I can do is I can put you on um, a short-term steroid. So like prednisone for the inflammation. Um, and see if that helps the headache and pressure and vertigo you're getting. And we can also do another CAT scan. And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. He goes, well, if those come back, um, if your CAT scan comes back clear, I need to refer you to neurology. Hmm. Something that could have happened was because that cyst was in that area for a while. Mm-hmm. It could have pressed on nerves and like fuck something up. I'm so mad I still didn't get to see what the cyst looked like. I want to know what color it was and everything. I'm so mad. I know. But so that's where we're at. Yeah. 
Well, that's not really good news because they can't find the cause yet. So hopefully, I don't know, a CAT scan will show that. I'm hoping better though. Uh, yeah, I don't have a headache. Today's the first day I don't have a headache in like seven days. Good. Uh, and I'll just say she looks cute today because she fucking went somewhere. The same I did. We, and I look yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, no, we went to Saratoga, bumfuck past San Jose to um, Mark's cousin's uh, little wedding reception. It was cute. That's cute. It was nice. It was nice to see his side of the family. We haven't seen them in like two years. Yeah. It's been a long yeah. time. It's been a long time since I've seen mine too. Yeah. Um, I'm just like looking over my notes and shit is so old because we haven't been able to fucking record in so long. I got drunk last weekend. You're lying. I'm not. Where? Why? When when Mark and I did our little staycation last week. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So you guys did a staycation somewhere, right? Yeah. We just got a hotel room and then we went out to dinner and then we just stayed at the hotel. And you dressed um, up. Yeah. Your details and you dressed I, up. I dressed up. I got mm-hmm. all, I did my hair and shit. Um, but, you know, Mark drinks Jameson and I was like, oh, let me take a sip. So I literally took five sips at the most not five drinks like five yeah. sips girl i was drunk not oh my god not spinning sick yeah drunk, but like well, good. five sips would probably be equivalent to like a shot right yeah maybe two yeah so that's enough to get you fucking drunk yeah so you know it was like more like hello laughing giggles good yeah, time yeah. drunk not but let me tell you oh. Back when I used to drink, I never drank dark alcohol because it fucked my stomach up. Yeah. I already got a fucked up stomach. The car ride home was like an hour drive, Mm -hmm. 45 minutes an hour. The next day, my stomach was so fucked up. I was dreading riding home in the fucking car. Why? You I ate like five gas X. Oh, no. I was all gassy and shit. And, and being trapped up. in the car. Great. Oh. In traffic, so just, probably. Yeah, so I just knifed hella gas X <laughs> and squeezed my asshole for dear life. Like nice. Uh, it, it was the worst. Mm-mm. It was the worst. Speaking of squeezing, um okay. I think we've talked about Kegels before. Yeah. Do you do Kegels like periodically throughout the day? All the time. All the time, right? I'm doing them right now. Me too. So I don't know if that's like, uh, if we're weird for that, but I, I saw a conversation online where like this girl was talking about a surgery where you can, it's like vaginal rejuvenation, but it's supposed to make your inner vagina tunnel like tighter, right? Yeah. And um, she was saying that she couldn't like practice first with Kegels. She didn't want to to try it that way first because she didn't know how to do them. What? And I was thinking, like, how did we learn how to do them? Because nobody taught us shit about anything, um, you know, vaginal. <laughs> and I'm just like, we've been doing them for a long time. Where did that knowledge come from? Because we didn't have the internet back then. I don't know. I, just, I, I feel like I've always been really in tune with my body. So I was thinking another thing we have in common is that we would squirt water out of our vaginas in the bathtub at like full force. So I think, and that was when we were young, you know, like I, yeah. still, but um, 
like maybe that because that's the same you have to squeeze the same muscles right so maybe we just figured out that when you do that whatever makes the water shoot out that is what an actual like kegel is and then like applied it during sex or something maybe i i know that i did them before i squirted water out but i didn't know they had a name for them i would just always tighten my butthole you know if you like see something um yeah, yeah. You know what and, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you like clench your butthole. Mm-hmm. I also heard that when dudes, you know how dudes can, when they have a boner, they can move their dick? Yeah. Their butthole is fucking squeezing when they do that. Oh, I never knew that detail. That's- yeah, I, just, I read that. Yeah, so I just thought that was like uh, interesting. Like, at what point do you learn that? You know, because I, I guess maybe yeah. as an adult, the internet now is where people would learn right. it. But like growing up, I know we always did them and shit. And then, you know, we joked about them and talked about them and stuff. And I just never knew where that came from. That not either. You do think there's people that don't know how to do Kegels? I think so. Because who, I mean, unless you're looking for that information online or whatever, how are you going to know? Or do you think maybe they know how and don't know what it's called? Yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe they know how to do it, and then they just don't know that's what, what it is. It's really just know. like a contracting of like your vaginal hole. I guess it feels like contracting yeah. that, like closing it really tight, like and and your ass at the same time. Yeah, and you're supposed to just do that, you know, like when you don't even think about it, just make it a habit, and it's supposed to be good for your insides, you know. Right. I don't know. Speaking of sex, fun vaginal facts. Speaking of sex, before we went to the, our little hotel thing, we stopped at Secrets and Concord, the sex store. I used to go there with Steve all the time. Did you? Mm -hmm. Um, So we were talking to the ladies there. Wait, that's gross that y'all went there. I'm almost like, I don't want to know about that. I got more info too. Great. We went to the sex store before we went on our staycation. Great. Okay. Finish your story. If anybody ever wants to look me in my eyes again, you will fast forward the next fucking two minutes. Great. Great. But especially like my brothers and people like that. But, um, so I was talking to the ladies there and one of the ladies was, um, doing something on her phone and then I cracked a joke and they were like, Oh my God, you're so funny. And I was like, I had a hello dysfunction shirt on. And she was like, I need your shirt. She was like, fucking go. She's like, I'm so dysfunctional. I need your shirt. And I'm like, well, guess what? Me. That's my best friend. This is our show. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's our podcast. And she's like, no fucking way. So I gave her all the info. Good. The two people working there started. Oh, good. They're like, I'm so excited. And that then- is actually someone that would be hella cool to have on as a guest because yes. um, most sex stores, the type of traffic that they get, you know what I mean? Like uh, I, I've always, that's a place that I've always felt comfortable, like taking a sub on a leash, you know, when you have to do like, oh, yeah. it. so I've, I've always, that's always been like a safe go-to for shit like that because like, there's no judgment. They get a lot of crazy fucking, you know, and some of them even have like video rooms booths in the back of the store. I don't remember if secrets does or not. I think they oh. do that. And you pay like per minute or whatever. And you, they're, they're basically like jack off booths. Oh, that's fucking cool. You feed money in the machine. Yeah. And, and you jack off while a film is playing. Oh, that's cool. 
yeah. one of the, one of the girls, um, she listened really quick while we were still there. And she mm -hmm. came up to me and was like, I just want to let you know, you guys passed the test. She said, oh. I'm very particular about voices. Me and too. I really, and I, and I said, that's so funny because yeah, I do it with, she is as well. She yeah. was like, you both passed the voice test. Good. Good. I'm glad. I don't pass the voice test of this show. When I listen to myself, I don't pass I, it for myself. I so don't. I'm like, uh, I hope to God I don't make other people feel like this because I don't like it. <laughs> so while in there, we were talking about anal sex. Great. And we were looking at butt plugs and shit, right? So afterwards, I, w I went online. I wanted to, um, I wanted to just read up on anal sex and so did you do a little homework yeah i did you know it's not something i partake in all the time but maybe three times a year special um, occasions yeah so according to studies women who have ha women who have partaken anal sex sometimes um are more likely to have started having sex before the age of 15. they're more likely to not be religious they're more likely I don't um, believe to have had at least one unintended pregnancy. Uh, basically, they're more I likely that I don't believe that bimbo whores is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, they said that they don't think they would be they wouldn't be religious people. Yeah, that's bullshit because it's like a known thing that like religious girls, church girls, Catholic girls, whatever, would do anal to keep their virginity because they thought that that to, would pre preserve it right? right so that throws that out i feel it's a little skewed for sure yeah and i wonder um you know how many people participated in the study like right where'd, where'd y'all go and what kind of people did y'all talk to so how, how what percentage no one asked me so <laughs> yeah no what percentage of women in the world um as a whole what percentage do you think has anal sex 70 it's only 36. Are you serious? Yes, I thought it would be at least 50. Oh, I thought it would be more than 50. I thought it would be like, so like ever tried it or actively doing it? Ever tried it. That's wow. so low, right? That's some boring bitches, yeah. Yeah, 36, I thought that And I say cool. that, I'm not trying to shame anyone because I never tried it. So like, I would be one of the boring bitches I'm talking about. But um, wow, that's that's pretty surprising. Yeah, I was really surprised when I read that. That sounds more like a percentage of straight men that have uh, yeah. tried it, right? Yeah. That have tried shit in their ass. You know, it's been a, it's been a long time since we've been in the cat got in um it's been a long time since we went to a sex store um some of them fucking dildos are huge dude I know. I was great. Like, oh my fucking god huge. there's one called the fist of fury i think i talked about it before and it's like this it's like it's like this whole forearm to the elbow basically and you could get it in different colors and you just hold it by here and fist with it um, but it's nice when you don't want to use your own arm, arm and feel and feel hundred degree body temperature from their asshole wrapped around your fucking arm. That's that's cool. It's nice to have one. To or you don't want to use their daughter's Barbies. Yeah, hairbrushes, motel remotes, you know what have you. 
Yeah, like some of the girth on those fucking things. I was like, well, you know, the anus can stretch up to seven inches without any damage, just like normal. Like that's that's cool to go about that. That's your limit, basically. So that's long. That's big, you know. And I just need to tell everybody, don't waste your money. We bought some shit. You know, we bought a bunch of shit just to play with. You don't have to tell us what. I'll fucking post pictures. No, please don't. I'll post a picture of the butt plug. No. Um, We bought some spray. It's like, you know, clitoral stimulation spray. Yeah. Bitch, that shit felt like fucking toothpaste on my crotch. All it did was make it so cold. And it was was $40 for a bottle like this big. Not worth it. I wonder if you could return it. Because sometimes they let you, like, you know, get a credit if, like, something you don't like the products. I was going to say there's some stuff. Well, go ahead. Tell me what else you got. I was going to say since I made friends with the ladies, I was going to see if they let me exchange it for something Uh else or have a credit, you know. So I have a horrible story. Yeah. When I was, like, whatever with with my ex-husband many moons ago, before we were married, we were young, um... He didn't have erectile dysfunction, but for some reason, we thought it would be great to get this spray. I want to say it was called Stay, and it had a horse on it. And we were like, oh, it's like it's like to keep your erection. And we thought it would be cool to, like, get it and try it. It was not needed. And no. um, I kid you not, he had an erection, I'd want to say, like, two hours or something. Like, no one wants to have sex that long. No two one. Two hours? No one. And it got to the point where, like, he enjoyed it so much that like he went and bought some one time and I got hella mad because I was like, we don't need that. And I like hit it somewhere. Like, like whose pussy is this for? Yeah, you're not just destroying my shit because you think it's fun. Like, no, absolutely fucking not. That's there's, a woman, there's a woman that did an interview recently that a lot of people on Twitter were talking about. And she was like, just to let y'all know, um, like the women aren't warmed up and ready to go without... 40 minutes minimum of foreplay. Bitch, let me tell you something. 40 minutes, I'm going to be asleep. I don't even want to have sex for 40 minutes. And that's not because I'm older. That's just period. Like, I don't... 40 minutes? That's a long fucking time. I want at least 20 minutes of foreplay, for sure. God damn, no. If you can't, like, I I, I get there pretty fast. You know what I mean? So it's not needed. I guess if if you need that to, like, get focused or whatever, because some people might take longer for that I feel like but I mean just 40 minutes before that even starts like no, I'll pass TMI I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> there goes some more TMI but I'm really into foreplay and being fingered like that's one of my favorites don't try to shut the computer off bitch this. No, I'm not. But you know what? That's your last one. Don't don't fuck up again or I'm closing it. Wow. I really love being fingered. I do. It's the fucking whore in me. But so I want. We all do, but we're not going to tell each other about it. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm not telling but, anybody so about I it. I want 20 minutes. 40 seems excessive for sure because. 40 is like, you're smelling an hour now. Like, that's close. I'm not fucking with 40. Yeah, no. Especially with kids and shit and work days, like 40 minutes is a really long, that's like for staycation time. You go. Yeah. Do yeah. All that. yeah. But on a regular, a regular day, 40 minutes is a lot. 
Yeah. 20 at the most. And they were like trying to shame men for like, you know, like, oh, you've been fucking up all this time. You haven't been having sex, right? Like, I feel sorry for your partners and all this shit. And I'm like, don't assume every woman wants that because I don't. You're right. I absolutely fucking don't. So, you know, don't make the guys feel bad about that, about not knowing they got to take an hour to warm you up. Yeah, no, you're right. 40, 40 minutes is pretty excessive. But I'm sure there's people that need that 40 minutes. Yeah. Case by case basis. Don't just assume all bitches need 40 minutes. And not every time. Like there's sometimes where I just want to bust a fucking five minute quickie. Like, yeah. And, and get it over with and go to bed. Yeah. A little bit of fun. Good night. The other day, a friend sent me a picture. Not really. Yeah. Friend. I was going to say we have more of a different relationship, but um, she sent me a picture of her vagina and I was like, Oh, Because I said, you know what? I do want to see it. I said, because I have a feeling it probably looks like mine. Excuse me. And she sent it and it kind of did. Mine's fatter, of course. But um, it has like little beauty marks on it and shit. And I was like, oh my God, like that's cute. And she was like, people always say that I have them on my butthole too or something. And I was like, it's it's like decorated, right? Like it's really cute. And um, I told her it was like pretty. And It made me think that um, I talked about this before about maybe doing a session or something where I teach people how to take nudes properly, because there's nothing worse than having anticipation for a really great nude. And then you get it and it's like a horrible angle or like, you know what I mean? No, no. But I'm just saying um, that happens. That's happened to me before. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, and and a lot of people don't know like how they should look or whatever. I don't know. That's not just common knowledge. I feel like. No. And everybody has different Lighting. Lighting is a big deal. Fucking your position, you know, where, whether or not you're holding, like all of it matters. Right. So, um, it made me think, and I put it in my notes, um, do other people, or is it weird, have like um, friends of the opposite sex that they or whatever sex that they're attracted to preview their nudes first? Because I have friends that I can totally do that and be like, you know, is this one wet or should I retake it? Or like, you know what I mean? Like you have guy friends? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That you'll have look at it and before you send it? Yeah, and I mean... I was saying that like um, of the opposite sex or whatever sex I'm attracted to, because um, like not a guy that's gay, but like a guy that's right. into bitches, whoever is into bitches. I'll say that um, I'll, I'll pre have, you know, send it to them, have them preview it and tell me if it looks good or if I should take it over. Is that like I'm not sure. a common no, thing sure. to have a friend like that? It's great. I, I recommend it to a lot of people. One yeah. of my friends, one of my friends that I did have that, you know, agreement relationship with ended up getting me pregnant. Um, and now PP's here. But, so I don't always recommend, you know, <laughs> but come back. <laughs> but those friends, if you can control it, like those friends are cool to have. You're right, though. You're, I, and I'm sure there are girlfriend, you know, she's not going to be looking at it um, as appealing. Right. She's not going to be looking at it like trying to think like, oh, would I want to fuck this or whatever? If you send it to your homegirl, right? It's not the same. Like you got to send it to somebody that, unless unless your friend is attracted to you or whatever. But like, that's what I, I think, mean. I think your girlfriends can tell you this is a good angle. This looks good, but not 
from a, you know, if they're not straight. Not from a, I want to fuck you standpoint. Right. Or, or does this turn you on standpoint, I guess. Right. Because right? I can tell you, oh, this looks really good, but I'm not going to be like, I can't wait to eat it. I know. Did it make you juicy? Like, that's <laughs> what I want to know. Like, I need it to be that. that Did good, you get you a know? boner? Right. Exactly. Does this make you erect or should I take it again? I don't know. I just think it's it's good to have friends, friends, lots of different type of friends. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, I don't have any that I could. <laughs> what am I going to do? Be like, hey, Will. Hey, that's, Will. That's not what I was describing. That's why I tried to like, no, that's why I tried to explain what type of friend. Fuck all. Right, right. Friends that you might fuck one day. Yeah. Friends that, yeah. Friends that you're not too close to. That don't feel like family and shit. You know, like a friend yeah, yeah. is still a potential, I guess. Yeah. That That's might become your child's father. Maybe. Uh, maybe a donor situation. I don't know. Right. Um, <clears throat> the other day I was so pissed off. Well, I wasn't pissed. I was like shocked and hella laughing. Um, we were sitting down, I think we were watching something on like a movie or something. And Bunny all of a sudden was like, oh God, I feel like your funeral is going to be so dramatic. I had to look for the word. She was like, it's going to be so dramatic. And I was like, I gasped. I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, I mean, like if it's anytime soon, it's going to be like a movie. I already know. And was rolling her eyes and was fucking irritated about it check this out I, cr- I cried laughing I was like don't make me feel like um death is upon us like you know you gotta start planning soon my outfit and shit but yeah she just casually said that and I was like you fucking weirdo like that's it's hella funny but it's also not like you, you know? want to know it is hella funny because I just read an article today and it was talking about a tiktok that went viral and it's a girl her 18 year old sister had died in a car accident and it's a TikTok of her at a funeral checking somebody in the audience. I don't know if it's staged or not. I don't know. But she's checking somebody like, bitch, you owed my sister money. You know she didn't like you. No way. Bye. Bye. Staged. I don't think people would really do that. Um, I do. I think it's staged because her sister was a huge fan of Pretty Little Liars. I've yeah. never watched it. But mm-hmm. um, it hella made me think of you. Uh, acting up at a funeral yes no i would not i would not i've i've been at funerals where baby mamas have beat up girlfriends and baby mamas have beat up the other baby mama and shit like that i've been at that and it's very it makes it even more painful for like the kids and like the grandparents and you know it's it's just added stress so like i don't i don't um support that i think that if you have a problem like beat their ass at the repast where it's not in front of everybody you know, or like the same I think that if I see somebody at my friend's funeral that I know my friend detested, I'm going to be like, you're hella fake, dude. To yourself? Or are you going to say something to them? I'm going to whisper it. You're hella fake. I'm not. I, Cause you know, people deal with death so weird. Well, I want like, somebody to do that. They feel regret. What if, you know, like somebody I hate, that bitch might feel regret now and be like, damn, I hella should have like worked things out with her. I feel bad. I'm going to go to the funeral. Then you should give to my GoFundMe. To the kids. Yeah. But you should still go. I think I'm, my ego I is enough that I want everybody to go. Bitch, even if you don't like me, I want you to go, bitch. And dress up like me. Wear a wig. And that, that mask. This, and this mask. And go. 
No, I, I, don't, I don't want them there. So make sure they're not. I don't know. really have too many people I don't like, though. Yeah. I don't know who doesn't like me. Death is so um, abrupt. I, it just, you know, got me into this rabbit hole, I guess, about death after we had that big laugh with Bunny. And I was like, mm -hmm. it's so fucking abrupt and rude <laughs> and unexpected. And I think it's really fucking rude that we can't take anybody with us. I agree. I hate it. I really hate it. And someone, I did a Q&A Especially because you're the type that likes someone to go to the store with you. Everywhere. Yeah. To the store, to Target, to the fucking bathroom. Everywhere I take someone yeah. with me. So I think it's really rude to make me go die alone. Really you're fucking. Like, I need someone to explore this shit with me. You need to hold hands and go together. I don't even give a fuck. That's what I pictured. Yeah. I don't even care. Like, I don't got to pick who it is. Just give me somebody so I'm not alone. Like, that's so fucked up. So I dread dying because of that. Yeah. That part, it sucks. Yeah. And just um, the unknown. The unknown sucks. Yeah, it's scary. What have, have you been eating lately? Oh, sorry. What? I was going to say, what have you been eating lately? What were you about to say? Nuts. I'm just kidding. Was um, it something to What? What were you it about to out. What were you about to say? Was it something with death? No, I was going to ask you about this YouTube video if you've ever seen it. Of uh, what? It's called um, The Hot and Crazy or The Crazy and Hot Matrix. And it's this fucking nerdy dude. And he makes this huge fucking graph chart. Okay. Uh -huh. And he starts at a four on the crazy side because he said no woman is below a four and crazy. Oh, fuck off. So it goes four to ten. And then for, for hot, I think it goes zero to 10 or one to 10 for hot. Mm -hmm. And he literally writes this shit out on this graph of what areas are danger zones, what areas you can safely date, which ones to marry as far as how far up crazy you can go to how far up hot you can go. Usually the hotter they are, the crazier they don't, they are like, it's this whole big fucking video explanation. It's a man made. That's a man made. I don't trust it because a man made it. So Still I was listening. Edgy. Yeah. So <laughs> I was listening to a podcast, and they were discussing that video and shit. Yeah. And she was saying that for men, anything above a seven-inch dick or a seven-in looks if you have both, is going to be a fuck boy. You want to marry somebody with right. a seven inch dick and a seven or under. And I was like, hey, and right. Wait, wait, who said that? Not the man, right? No, Sophia with an F, that podcast. And I was like, so right. They are actually onto something. Yes. Yes. And I, I from myself. Um, and then I thought of this the other day because uh, I read this post on one of the surgery pages that I follow. And it was saying that like um, BBLs and shit are good for girls and women, you know, like people that want to get fucked or be looked at as a sex object all the time and be like, nobody ever talks about that, right? But um, men rarely settle down with that type. And I can't say she's wrong, you know? Right. So like um, a lot of guys will be quick to want to fuck you, you know? But as far as making you theirs and like dealing with that and dealing with people looking at you all the time and you're a constant sex object and shit, they're not settling down with BBL bitches. Usually. Isn't that funny? 
Yeah, it is. Like what we looked at as toys, right? So um, I don't like yeah. that. But in the same breath, I was thinking, I'm kind of like that in a sense too. Like I'll fuck a hella fine dude or whatever that's attracted to you know with to me hell of attractive but i don't really want to deal with that as far as being in a relationship i want somebody ugly i'd say uglier than you, me you do in looks you do tend to date down yeah in looks oh. i like to be the dominant one i think yes but it's not even intentional really but it makes sense right because i feel like those are the ones i'm usually the happiest in not to say that like they're ugly and they don't get attention. So no, I don't have to deal with them. They all definitely get attention and have yes. bitch. But like, uh, I don't know why. And I, I said, you know what? That, you know, that's kind of true for me. Yep. That's crazy that they said that. A seven under for looks for, for marriage, right? Yep. A seven yeah. and under for marriage, a seven inch dick and under for marriage. And yeah. above Anybody else those, is like a toy, right? Yep, above both of those is just fuck them and have fun. Don't expect. Yes, that's, that's accurate. I think that's true. Hella accurate. I do. Just the more I think about past relationships and shit, I do. I think that's true. I think Mark is the first dude I dated where I feel like um, we're kind <laughs> he's of- gonna watch this and listen and be like, bitch. <laughs> listen, we're like, yeah, definitely, definitely, marry ugly only. Only I was gonna. <laughs> no, that's not. Let me just say, sex is very important to me. I'm not marrying anyone with a tiny wiener. Number two, I feel like Mark is the first person I've dated where we are um, Equal. like equally matched in looks. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He claims to not notice, but I see girls checking him out all the fucking yeah, for sure. Time. It's annoying. They do. They do. Oh, Bucky. Even when I'm with him, like, and we went shopping and shit, I see it, and it's very annoying. And I was thinking, like, bitch, if that was my man, I'd fucking slap you. Like, see, and yeah. I like it. Well, yeah, every, yeah. Nobody wants to really fuck with somebody that nobody else wants. You know what I mean? I'd be glad that like the dudes I fuck with have bitches and attention and whatever, but just keep right. it at like, a respectful level. You know, right? Don't step on my toes in the process, but you could definitely, you know. Look, all and you want. <laughs> and if it's an open situation, you might even be able to like date them. But I have to come first and I have to be the like the boss. Do- the boss, yeah. Yeah. Boss, ultimately. I definitely see that. Yeah. Um wow, that's funny. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, she's right on the fucking money with that shit. Yeah. And I never really put much thought into that. That's hella true. But that other um, shit, that fucking women fucking know that the the compatibility chart. Well, the hotter you are, the crazier you are and shit. Fuck that. I don't want to hear that. That, that sounds like it's a man being judgy. It sounds like maybe you shouldn't be pissing her off. Yeah. And you don't know. blame it on the crazy. Right. Don't be yeah. a dick. Fuck that. Um, so I was going to ask you what you've been eating lately, because, you know, we go through cycles uh, with our lovely OCD where we eat something good and then we obsess over it. So like the it'll be repeated for weeks, months, even sometimes. What about you? I've been, I have cooking, a new one. I've been cooking a lot. Oh, okay. so I made um, I made a bunch of homemade pesto recently. 
Yeah. So I, I ate that for a few days and then That's I made so good on like sourdough, like on um, toasted sourdough. Wow. Yum. And it's how <laughs> one of my favorite things to eat with pesto is after, you know, of course I make pasta or zucchini noodles with it when I make it. But the next day I like to put it hella thick on pita bread. Yeah. With hella raw spinach. I used to make sandwiches with it and use that in place of like mustard and whatever. Yeah. And just like a small amount of um, ground turkey and some tomatoes and Tabasco heaven, heaven. (laughs) And then I, and then I, I cooked some uh, shrimp etouffee. We ate that for a few days. Yeah. I had to cook more. Why? Shit. Before this week, I think, the last time I cooked was Thanksgiving last year. Yeah, I don't, I haven't been cooking either. And I did a Q&A the other day on my story and somebody asked, why did you stop uploading cooking videos? And I'm like, cause I don't fucking cook. Like I'm thinking to myself, cooking is like annoying to me. Like I only cook when I feel guilty about ordering food every day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't, I, it's annoying. It's not fun to me. It's fun. Like when I make something and I give it to people and they hella like it and they, yeah. you know, tell me how good it is. That's fun. But right. um, the act of cooking and then it, it pisses me off because when I cook shit, the kids rarely eat it unless I'm cooking hella meat and I'm not going to eat it, you know? Yeah. So it's like cooking for me is like a fucked up situation, but you know, I'll make shit for the kids, spaghetti, tacos, you know, whatever. Um, easy shit but that's not like postable shit that's just like regular yeah like regular dinners yeah yeah but Um, lately i've been on dijon mustard heavy heavy like i'll put it on fucking hella shit just like um pita fuck you pita and like um what else did i put like sandwiches veggie burgers fucking i eat tater tots with it like anything that you know you would use a sauce for, I guess. I've been yeah. fucking Dijon mustard has been bay lately. That's that's been your thing. I love it. Yeah, love it. So Bear Claw, the bakery in Panol, uh-huh. for those that are local, they have this sandwich and it's called the Rico, and it's pesto, um, basil leaves, tomato on their homemade sourdough rolls. Uh huh. It's the most amazing fucking san- and mozzarella. It's the most amazing that fucking sandwich in the world. Yeah the mozzarella and i've eaten that like you've been eating it lately i've been eating it a lot lately oh good it's so good instant stomach ache but it's worth Uh, it yeah i would do it minus the mozzarella it's so worth it i guess i haven't like uh making food at home lately because i you know we couldn't go anywhere so i had hella groceries delivered hella times and then um we've just been making stuff home at home too you know yeah, I haven't been eating anything repetitively, oddly enough, lately. Yeah, me either, just Dijon mustard or yellow Thai curry. That's Yeah, always, you're on that. Never turning that down. That's always going to be like, if y'all are down, I'll eat that. For a minute, up until about the last two weeks, I was on ice cream sundaes. Vanilla ice cream, Hershey's chocolate syrup. Oh, God. The generic whipped cream from the liquor store. I don't even know the brand, but it had to be that one. And then I would buy a pack of Diamond House almonds and smash them myself. And I would eat that like fucking twice a day. I'm not even kidding. You're I don't a know ch- how I'm not 900 pounds. You are a child. A, a fuck. 
A, wow. I really take advantage of being an adult. Of sometimes. being a grown up. Yeah, I you do. do. With food? Yeah, I do too in some ways, but that, yeah, your dessert shit. You order dessert in restaurants before your food. I don't I know do. if you know people that before. It's so bad. You're ridiculous. I started cooking more because the kids asked me to. They were like, we really miss you cooking. You don't cook anymore. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll start cooking more. I don't want them to grow up and be like, my mom fed us fast food and takeout. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, I mean, I can't eat the food that I made. I don't like making food because I don't know how to make small portions quantity either. So then I have hella food that I end up having to throw away. And wasting food is like a huge thing that bothers the fuck out of me. So, yeah. So I try to make shit that we'll both eat, which is not a lot of things or, I don't know, it's, it's annoying. Yeah, no, I feel you on wasting food. I don't know how to cook small portions either. No, so then I end up with hella food. I should probably give it away, but like, I don't even know to who. I tried to give you soup one time. I don't think y'all ate it. was good. I don't, I didn't know if y'all even ate it, but I had like soup. I I had like five containers of soup and ended up throwing away like two big ones. And I hate that. It makes me angry. I have bags of, um... The shrimp etouffee minus the shrimp in the freezer. I have bags of pasta fagioli soup minus the fucking noodles in the freezer. I always make so much. Well, that's smart. And at least, but my freezer is full. So I don't have anywhere to put that. Yeah. I need to to figure out ways that, you know, that I could still make things and not throw it away. Because that pisses me off hella bad. Hey, (laughs) When when you see somebody comment the eyeball emoji, you know the two eyeballs that's like this. Uh, just the two side eyes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No face, and, just eyes. And if say it's like a woman commenting on a man's photo or a man commenting on a woman's photo, just those eyes. What does that mean to you? What do you take that as? Checking as? you out. Checking you out. Yeah, like I've I seen that when I'm being flirty. Okay. Thank you. That's when I use that. And I, yeah, I use it pretty often. That's what I took it as, like being very flirty. Yeah. Mark was like, I didn't know that that's what that means. And I'm like. Was he using it? No, no, no. We had observed it on someone we know commenting on another someone we know. Um, I felt like it was inappropriate. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And he was like, why do you think it means that? And I'm like. Because it means that. That's what I use it for. I think that's what a lot of people use it for. Yeah. I'm not alone. Um, sorry. Yeah, my throat is fucking hurting. Um, I have so many I have a list on lists on lists of shit that I've been watching lately. (laughs) I bet. I'll save that for the end, but like fuck. I got yeah, that's all I've been doing. Um, I had a creepy situation like the last couple weeks Lonnie her badass ain't been here in a few days I miss her she um does this thing she never does this okay when she walks through the house whatever you know she thinks she runs the place she don't walk by and like say hi to us or nothing she just walks past us right no matter who's in the living room or in my room or whatever like she she just goes on about her business right the last few weeks okay so this is my altar behind me and it's big right I'm not going to show it to you guys, but it's very big and yeah. it's an entryway. So whenever she walk, you got to walk past it to get to my room. So whenever she walks past it now, she'll stop and 
like quietly say hi and be talking, having a conversation alone with my own. So at first Mona was like, I think she's talking to your statues and shit. Like Santa like she didn't know who she was talking to or whatever. And I was like, that's cute. And then, you know, we just would listen and not trip. Right. Mona finally watched her one day and she's going up to the picture of me and CY that I have up there in a frame and she's waving to it and saying, hi, hi, every day now when she walks by. Shut and the up. other day, it makes me want to cry. The other day, me and Mona were talking in my room and Mona, uh, Lonnie was coming to the room and she stopped and we could hear her having a fucking conversation with the picture like talking and we were like what is she saying and we were like laughing and we Mona like tiptoed to look and she was at the frame talking to it hi and like baby talk for hella long sitting there she's fucking talking to CY she is and it makes me so fucking sad because um CY was so good with kids she was like the best person with kids any party any family event anything that you go to you would always catch her hanging out with the kids and like coloring or, you know, just shit. Like, I don't be wanting to be bothered with kids, you know, but she, she would look forward to it. And I'm, it just hella made me sad. Cause I was like, that's her. Like, that's definitely her like communicating with her. Shut up. You know, and it makes sense. It would be in that your household. Right. And yeah. Then... Yeah. That shit freaked me out a little bit. Really? Not scary, but just like, damn, like she's really gone, you know? Yeah. Like she's really gone and just like something that obvious, like Alani M- has no reason to stop and stare at that picture every day and talk to right. her. You know? There's no other unexplainable reason that she would have to do that. It no, ain't no nothing's colored picture. It ain't, it, it don't look hella fun. Like, you know what I mean? Nothing that would be um, eye grabbing for a kid. Yeah. No, something's drawing her to that. Obviously. Yeah, definitely. That. Yeah. Just Man, like, I wish we could know exactly what what's being seen and what's being said like because pp um when i give her a bath actually i gave her a a bath in the real bathtub last night but i usually put her bathtub in the kitchen sink and then i fill it up you know like a a baby one and um one day when candy my sister was here and my niece um we were giving we were talking and we were giving her a bath and her eyes kept going to the same part of my kitchen did i tell you that no like over and over and she wouldn't look away and we'd like turn her around and she'd physically turn her body to look back in one particular spot of the kitchen and candy Candy was like uh she's seeing something she sees someone and she was like laughing and shit like animals and babies are the best detectors of a paranormal presence and yeah there's she was definitely peepee was talking to somebody that day that whole day i love it yeah that's that should tell a cool to me. It doesn't make it. Me know. It never feels you know threatening. It doesn't feel bad. I know what it feels like to be around something bad. It doesn't feel like that. Yeah. So I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Nicki Minaj situation? <laughs> I'm gonna open that can. That's what I fucking think. I think, <clears throat> girl, you're. Well, let's explain doesn't... what happened first. Um, yeah, go ahead, so, and then I'll tell you. So she, okay, so she was already on one, right? Like, she's been cussing out bitches, reporters, journalists that are harassing her family, like, hella shit. Let's um, just start with the fact that she married a fucking rapist knowingly. She did. She did. And her brother is a convicted uh, child molester. And, and she paid for his lawyer. Right. 
Right. So she's done some questionable shit when it comes to uh, sex offenders. Like, <laughs> it's still supporting them, I guess. Um, she's done questionable shit in life. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So um, the other day she was like, somebody had said something to her about the vaccine and she posted her opinion, excuse me. And, you know, not thinking it was going to get like blown out the way it was. I I really don't think she was thinking that way. Um, She just casually was like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I want it, whatever. And she gave some explanation why. And she was like, my cousin's friend in Trinidad got it. And like his testicles swelled up and shit. And like, I just, I don't want it. And so people ran with that. And then it went turned into like, you have so much visibility. Like, how dare you fucking say that and put people in danger? The fucking people from the UK got involved. Like everybody was like at her, at her, at her about it, right? It went so fucking far. And like, while I do, um, while I do agree that like, you know, she does have a platform, so she should be careful what she says because people will follow what their favorites are doing and what their favorites support because I think they assume that, you know, they have better information than the regular people do. So if they don't get it, they must know something we don't, right? so because of that, I feel like celebrities and, and like people with more of a platform have bigger responsibility to watch what the fuck they be saying. Yeah. But, but I don't like the way everybody is trying to bully her. And I don't like, I don't fucking like it. And I'm like, I get like disagreeing or whatever, but like she had a point, like um, she ain't the first person to say that. To say that, not the Trinidad shit, but like the the testicle shit, but to say that like she don't want it or whatever. A lot of people have said they don't want it. Like it should be a choice. But I think if she would have just said, I don't want it, I'm not comfortable getting it, left it at that, I think it would have been fine. The fact that she added that bullshit about the swollen testicles, it's like, he's not getting married and his balls are swollen because he probably has an STD and didn't want to tell his wife. If that's even true, if it's even true. So she kind of dug her own hole. And while I don't agree with bullying, I feel so strongly about um, people that condone rapists and, um, choose to still associate with them I kind of just don't feel bad for her maybe I should but I don't so where it came from was she didn't attend the VMAs and she was supposed to and then a rumor was flying around that she didn't go because um, a Chuck E. Cheese was across the street from the venue and her husband cannot be within so many miles of um, like a place with children. So like at first I think that started out as a joke and then it took off. So then it became like a real rumor. Like this might really be why she didn't go. Cause she don't go nowhere without him and her baby. Right. So I think she was explaining it's because I'm not vaccinated. That's why I couldn't go to the VMAs. This is why I'm not vaccinated. Kind of just clearing it up. Like maybe like I have to say something to make it like not, it's not because of Chuck E. Cheese. And you know what's, this is another reason I don't feel bad for that bitch. Not only did she knowingly marry him, knowing he was a rape, a convicted rapist, mm-hmm. they've both been on record 
him and his family have harassed his victim and she is on record admitting she did as well. So you're a a bad person for that. Yeah, that's true because she's been getting in trouble recently for, uh, they say threatening, um, the life of the, the fucking accuser or victim, not even accuser, not in question victim. Yeah. Your husband's already damaged that woman's life enough. Yeah. No, your you're best right. Is probably to just shut your fucking mouth sometimes. Maybe she needs a publicist, a better yeah. publicist, you know? But like, so, so what she was saying was like, you know, you don't see this shit with any other celebrity that's like said they don't want to get it or whatever casually, but everybody in the fucking world right now is tearing me up. And I do feel like that. I do feel like she was getting fucking bullied and I don't like that. And I felt like it was because she was a black woman. Like, so they're really running with it. They ain't going to do fucking Angelina Jolie or somebody like that. Or one of these white Scientologists like that. You know what I mean? About the vaccine? Yeah, you know, you know, normally I'm like black women above everything. Exactly. But I feel like the whole rape thing, I feel so strongly about that. It's hard for me to. to feel bad for her. Yeah, it's very hard for me to feel bad about her, especially after her knowingly um, ad- or her admitting that she too has bullied this woman. It's like, you're creating your karma at this point. Like, yeah, that's true. You're right. Take that shit. I just separated all of that shit from this situation. So that wasn't even being considered. And I was just like, you know what? I don't like this. Cause Piers Morgan started typing her hella shit, tweeting her shit or whatever. He needs to and fuck off. I, you know, I hate him. I and hate I'm like, him. you don't say nothing to nobody, bitch. And yeah, it's just, I just, he, has a, he has a history of attacking black women. I'll yeah, he does. That. He does. That's going to be what really set it off for me. Cause I was like, you know what? We're not going to do this. You and shut um, the fuck up, yeah, yeah. I can't stand him. I I might dislike them equally. It's a mess, but I just feel like it's a choice, you know. And people, it's becoming really a heated fucking topic for friends. And I have a friend, I won't say who. She hit me the other day, and she was like, "Um, I need to talk to you. Like, I'm I'm in a situation where one of my good friends and I are like in a huge ass fight." And um, I was like, "What happened?" And she sent me like a bunch of information. And it was basically over the vaccine. So I'm reading it, reading it, reading it. And I'm like, you know what? I had to tell her, I was like, you kind of overdid it. Like you didn't need to, I said, you know, Crystal is like that in a lot of ways. And you just, you didn't need to do that. And you're not the vaccine police. Like you, you know what I mean? When She's I like, feel passionately about something, you know, I will unleash. I know. But like, I'm so indifferent about it. Like I, you know, maybe it's because of like lack of information I might have or whatever. I just feel like I don't care if you get it or not. Either way, like people even in the q and I, I did, they were asking me, would you have sex with someone that was not vaccinated? Would you hang out with friends that you know are not vaccinated? Like it kept coming up repeatedly. And I was like, I'm, I'm truly indifferent about it. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you get it, cool. If you don't, cool. Like my kids ain't got it. Um, my sister ain't going to get it. My mom's not going to get it. I, I have friends that don't have it. And I'll, I'll say this about my stance. I am pro science. I'm pro yeah. vaccination. Um, but I, I'm not at a point where I'm not going to fuck with you if you're not vaccinated. Yeah. Like, I just think that's too far. Yeah. You know what I, I, have mean? Close, I have close friends. I, I will say, I think you're a fucking idiot. And will you though? Because even that is like, 
Hey, I think you're fucking. I think you're a little fucking special if you think the government wants to fucking microchip you. Maybe not microchip, but I I do believe there are reasons enough why people don't believe the government and trust the government, right? I'm not saying microchips, but I'm saying the government has fucked us over so much and covered yes. up so much shit that it's understandable that some people are never going to trust them again, right? I, I do. I um, understand that that mindset. I, I hate the way our fucking uh, country is ran. I hate our government. I hate politicians. You know how I feel about that. Right. Um, but I also feel like really talk to people in the medical field, talk to doctors, talk yeah. to scientists, talk to people whose lives have been dedicated to this, that, you know, yeah. do that. Don't watch a YouTube video and be like, great, the lizard people are microchipping us and they want to take my gun rights. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. They don't. It gets touchy because it's like, uh, that was something that came up too. Like someone was suggested to like see a doctor for more information, but that can be received as like you calling me dirty or like you saying like, I'm stupid or like it could be received and twisted so many other ways. There's so many possible ways that you could offend someone. You have to be really careful with that conversation. So I kind of just choose not to have it. Like, I just, you know, it's up to you and I'm not going to have it because I don't want to risk offending you for misspeaking, you know, in, in what I'm trying to explain. And, you know, I get why people have doubt. So I'm like, I'll let you make that choice for yourself. I do, but I, I do judge you if I feel like they're illogical. If you if you think, for real, if you think the government is putting a microchip in you to track you and now you're magnetic, you think you're that fucking important. Yeah. Question how your brain works a little bit. That's true. But like that part of it, some people don't want it, but like not because of that, all that. Some people don't want it because they say it's too new. Right. And they say, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just not comfortable. God damn it. Sorry. Because it's too new. So for for those people, I get it. You know, I'm not going to be like, you could think it's a microchip and you know, I'm cool with that. I'm just saying like, People that say it can't, it's, it hasn't been researched enough or it, enough people haven't got it. I want to see what happens to them first. Like, I under, and I get that. I'm cool with yeah. that. Like I said, you know, I have friends that aren't vaxxed. I don't have anybody that said like, because of a microchip. I don't know what people are doing uh-huh. that. I just know people that just say they don't trust uh, how new it is. Hey, you guys, shit is heavy in the world right now. And some days feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my anxiety has been out of control lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anger, grief, trauma, maybe having some relationship issues, or even having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash HELLO. Hey, all of our favorites. We're super excited to announce Poshmark is now a sponsor of Hello Dysfunction. 
If you didn't know, Poshmark is one of the coolest reselling apps. They have tons of name brands, stuff like Nike, Louis Vuitton, North Face, Ralph Lauren, some of them even up to 70% off. I know it's the first place I check when looking for a discontinued purse or a pair of shoes I just can't find. Even Serena Williams has a closet on Poshmark. The best part is, if you're new to Poshmark, sign up using the referral code DYSFUNCTION10, that's DYSFUNCTION10, and you'll get $10 off your first purchase. Additionally, if you're looking to make some extra money and have items you've been wanting to get rid of, create a closet on Poshmark. But make sure when you sign up, you use the referral code DYSFUNCTION10. It's a free app. It's easy as hell to use and you can make some extra cash. What's better than that? So I have a friend, I talked to him the other day and we had this conversation, it was very civil. I love him dearly. So, you know, I wanna keep him, you know, as somebody. And he's very anti-vax and he thinks uh, the government is something is in the vaccine to control the population and take away rights and shit. And Mm -hmm. I said, is there anything that somebody can can tell you, explain to you, give you to read? Uh, And he was like, nope, nope. And he was like, I'll always believe that. And I said, so even if some of the scientists that worked on the vax would break it down and explain it to you. He was like, nope, nope. So there's some people who no matter what logic, what info you put in front of them are just not open to receiving it. And I was like, okay, I respect it. You know, I left it alone. I just feel like that's a conversation that no one should press. You know what I mean? Like I told her, you don't want to lose a friend and fall out with a friend over this shit. Yeah. Because it's really, it's just, it's not that it is serious, but it's like, People should have the right to choose if they want it or not. I mean, and just this, you, I mean, you can stay friends. Just don't have them over to your house. You know, don't discuss the vaccine when y'all are fucking talking. Like it's that simple. I just, I'm not putting energy into that to try to convince anybody. And I've had people say like, you should tell your followers like to to go get the vaccine and shit. And I was like, you obviously don't listen to my show or like know my stance because I'm not convincing anyone. I'm not even trying to convince my own kids. Like. I'm not trying to convince anybody to fucking get it. But I will say, don't fucking send us any more shit about True. how oh my we're God. dumb for being yeah. vaccinated and we can just depend on our immune system. Sparky comments and passive aggressive shit. Don't do none of that, please. Listen, don't you I dare. I respect your choice. I respect your opinion. Right. Don't you dare send us nothing that else that says more people have died from the vaccine no the fuck they haven't okay mm-hmm. more people have died from covid i know the percentage of people that have died who have been vaccinated don't fucking do it because i'm gonna block you next time i'm, I'm yeah, sorry we've flooded with a lot of shit a lot of shit and some it's like you know they're they're doing it in a way that they're concerned because they know i have it and shit and i was so worried about getting it but right some are just, right. Some are just passive aggressive and like you know you don't have to do that like you go start your own show and you tell everybody your fucking information you do that don't send it to me 
Yeah. No more. I just don't con- try to convince me. That's what I was looking Thank for. You. Like, don't convince, try to convince me because I'm not trying to convince anyone. So I don't want anybody to do that to me. Yeah, I'm not. If you don't want it, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Good for you. Yeah. I'm, I have my stance. You have yours. I'm not saying you have to go get vaccinated or you're a fucking loser. I'm just simply stating there ain't a fucking microchip in it. And the government doesn't want to track you because they already have been because you have a fucking cell phone. That's all. Um, Thank you. I was hella laughing the other day because I was thinking, do you remember how I used to talk to my dad when we were like teenagers? Do you remember like the way, the manner that I would speak to him? Like an asshole? <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking the other day um, about my grandma's neighborhood and shit and the kind of like neighbors we grew up with around her house and shit. And I was like, you know what? When it got to be like 13, 14 years old, there's times that I would like stand in front of her house and be cussing him out, calling him a bitch, hella shit. He would peel out and burn rubber in front of my grandma's house. He did in front of my house. Like, seriously smash off cause a scene hella shit that was like a regular fucking occurrence and it just made me think like that's not normal like how fucking like disrespectful and dysfunctional is that and i'm like 13 i'm like 13 and 14 years old calling him a bitch and screaming at him and he peels off (laughs) yeah no what's really What's really not normal is getting in the car with you and your mother for the first time and you telling her we're 14 and you telling your mom, shut the fuck up talking to me, bitch, because I'm a beat your motherfucking ass. And she was like, Maria, I'll pull this car over and make you get out. And you said, and bitch, and then I'll fucking whoop your ass again. You do some dumb shit like that. And I was in the back seat like this. That was your first time meeting her? The very first fucking time I met Sherry. That's awful. That's all. I apologize. That's fucking awful. I was awful. She was wow. like, and I bought you this new CD and you were like, I don't give a fuck. I was an angry, angry, awful child. But yeah, like. But there were reasons for your yeah. hostility toward your parents. Right. right. I will say that. Yeah. But just that. a level of disrespect. That's what made me think of it is. um. My sister was here and Bunny hadn't started her homework and she was like, she took her phone and gave it to me and Bunny threw a fucking fit and was like, you know what? Um, you guys hella get on my nerves, something, something, walked off, slammed her door and shit. And I had to tell her like, you don't talk to no motherfucking adults like that. You don't have to be happy about what she said. You don't have to agree with it. None of that shit, but you do not get smart with no motherfucking adults. And I went bad on her, right? Mm-hmm. Cause she came in after my sister left and was like, can I have my phone now? Bitch, no, because you just did the fool. So it made me think like how my parenting is so different from how I was parented. Cause like I would have fought them, my parents. You know, but it's it's yeah. very different. It's very different when you have parents that are like being parenting you, you know? Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. It's he was so- more like the homie. I don't know. I don't know. But he got disrespected. And I was just because when I check her about shit, I try to think of like what was I doing at that age or that situation? How did I feel? I can't use myself as an example ever, ever. It sucks. It sucks. But I mean, to do better, I can use it as an example to not be like how I was, you know? Yep. Example in that way, I'll say. (laughs) What not to do? What not to be like? Also, because I'll knock her motherfucking ass down, but that's a whole other conversation. She's all talk. No, girl, now that she's becoming a teenager, I'm feeling more and more that like all we'll go once in a minute. Like 
if if Bunny she, she's the only one that pushes me to that. Like the other kids never did, never tried to challenge me, never pushed back the way she does. Like she will, I feel it. And I'm like, you're going to be the one I'm gonna have to fight. I already know. It sucks. Yeah. The girl, the girls, Naya never gets fucking mouthy or raises her voice ever. Stevie's, Stevie's the one that gets a little spunky sometimes. Yeah, that shit enrages me. And like, I just, yeah, can't, can't do it. Um, What was I going to say? You listen to Casey Musgraves? Yes, girl. So she just released a new album. And um, Velvet Elvis is my song. Well, that's from her old album. She released a new one called Star something. I haven't heard it. So it released and I was all excited to hear it. And I'm listening to it and it, unfortunately is not as good as no. Uh, no as the previous album at all but she also has a song in spanish and it's like painful embarrassing spanish. shut up why i'm not kidding and it made me fucking so uncomfortable she and i was like spanish at all i mean is she at latin? not at all no she's like scottish something and something so why didn't we do a welsh song what why didn't you do a welsh song in, in traditional garb of Welsh people. Why you didn't do that? Bagpipes. Why? Why not? You guys have I was like, you know what? Of course somebody wrote this for her. Of course somebody was like encouraging it. They were like, this is a really good idea, Casey. Latin, it's Latin Heritage Week. Like, let's get really, let's get spicy. Like, you know, they probably encouraged it. But I feel like, don't do that. And it just reminded me of like Madonna back in the day did a song with Spanish in it and like other yeah. people. And it's like, just don't. Cause now I look at her different. Like why you didn't have to do that. White girl. And I hella fucking liked her. Hella liked her. And now this, I'm gonna play the song for you. Not now, but I will eventually. Why? Yeah. It's, it's fucking painful to listen to. That's I just sad. want you to hear her pronunciation of the words more than anything. Probably like me speaking Spanish. Yeah, in in like a sultry way. Pasa la pipa. Yeah, a sultry. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's bad. Oh come on! I've been watching hella shit. I just want to tell you a few things, even though I get so mad because I tell you these great, excellent things to watch, and then you don't watch them. So I hope somebody's watching the shit I suggest. You know, we have hello listeners that love your recommendations and listen. I hope because you're not one of them. Um, have you watched Clickbait? I have. I told you. No, so, that's great. Okay, it's I finished great. that. Love that it. was great. Loved it. That was great. Okay, I, so we flew through that shit. Yeah, me too. The only part that annoyed me, because, you know, I was so happy and proud that it was in Oakland and all this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, the Bay Area. Like, I love this. Berkeley Hills. Like hella proud but then they showed that scene where the son was walking to that girl's house and a 6'4 impala drove past him and some yes so he was supposed to be like in the bad neighborhood no we don't have nobody out here this is not la we don't have nobody here riding in motherfucking impalas mugging people in the bad neighborhoods it should have been a scraper with rims slapping hella music that's what it should have been how hard is that to get accurate depictions of our culture right it's always some la shit it's i noticed that i noticed that and it got on my nerves well i said it out loud i was like i should fucking turn this shit off like it pissed me off so for those watching um that's one thing that was not accurate we do not have 64 impalas fucking riding around like that 
you probably see one once a year. And it's a classic car owner. It's like he's on his way to a yes. show or something. Like it's a yes. collector that owns it. It ain't like the homies are riding around in those. That it, no, it ain't none of that out here. With hydraulics. Girl. <laughs> I said, no, they fucking didn't. No, they didn't. So that was annoying. But, but um, group, I did. hey, did, were you shocked at who it was? Yeah, of course. They purposely did that, though. They did it to where every single person looked like the guilty yes. at some point, which is smart. But then it was kind of yeah. like, hey, get on with it. Tell me who now. Right. Yeah. They dragged it out. Know. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I also watched the Bob Ross documentary on Netflix. You knew who Bob Ross is? The painting guy with the afro. Um, it was really good, and he really got fucked over. You he know, really. You know, yeah. he used to um feed the raccoons and squirrels and skunks and yes. talk to them yes bitch he My was one of your people yes he was one of your people but he was just so sweet and cool and like it shows you know his son was talking in a lot in the documentary and shit and he just really got fucking played and to where now like he never had ownership of his name he wasn't able to retain it and like pass it on to his kids and shit so the people that own his name now and have all the rights to this merch and are still making millions off of any bob ross merch puzzles um you know clothing anything you see it goes to them and it doesn't go to any of his family and his son is broke as fuck like How living is- in a trailer I want to know how that's legal for somebody else to own the rights to your fucking name. Yeah, it was like, uh, you know, they had a deal. Like, they were in a deal together. They got him started in his business in the early, you know, whatever. But then when he got close to dying, they had him sign some papers, like, unknowingly. Not knowing that it was signing over the rights or whatever. He thought it was for something else. Anyway, they played him, and I just feel so fucking bad. And I'm like, you know what? We should never buy nothing else. Bob Ross again, unless we could like buy it directly from his son or something. And I feel like y'all have made enough money off this man's name. Yeah. There's a whole line of the shit that's still in Target. Urban Outfitters had hella shit. Like it's still cell phone cases, like Halloween costumes in TV shows, just hella shit. It's green. It's green. green. It's fucking greed. It's terrible. And then those people like would not come you know, release a statement for the documentary. They didn't respond. Yeah, I know. Cause your piece is a shit, but that wow. made me feel sad for him, but it's a good documentary to watch. Cause he was just a hella cool person. Um, great guy. I watched bitchin, which is the documentary on Rick James. That's on HBO. That's really good. Really good. He was like musical genius. I mean, you know, most musicians are like different yeah. and, um but yeah he was just fucking hella smart and like even though he struggled with drugs and shit later in life he was just a musical fucking genius and so seeing like his career over that span it was a lot of shit i didn't know and it was really interesting so that is on hbo and then i watched um a movie that people recommended to me that's really fucked up and it's called martyrs have you seen it it came out in like 2007 i think is the original of it so it's like a a french film do you guys see how much she's primping because that's all she's doing while i'm talking i keep fucking with my hair it's so bad so i shouldn't be able um, to myself i know you need to put like a something over that god the whole time the whole time i know so um it's a French film, I think. It's subtitles. And um, I got it. I think I ordered it on Apple TV or whatever. They had it. But it's worth it. 
and it's really good. <clears throat> I like disturbing fucked up shit. Is there murder, rape? Yeah, it's kind of like, um, not a slasher film, but it's kind of like, would it be considered a horror film? I don't know. It's like, uh, there's there's blood. There's okay. some blood. But it's like a fucked up scenario and shit. It's really good. Okay. Um, but that, there was another one I watched called Swallow. And it was about this lady that swallows porn? things. No. I <laughs> know that sounds like porn. No, it was just a lady. I'm not going to tell too much of it, but like she swallows things. It's a pretty new movie. I think it came out in like the last year or two. Wait, so is it like My Strange Addiction type? Kind of. Yeah, it's like a disorder. It's a it's not a true movie. It's a it's a like a Hollywood movie, but okay. um it's about a, someone that has a disorder okay. that is making them swallow things. That was really good and it was really nice to look at. You know how some films are just like good color schemes and like really attractive cinematography like to yeah. look it was like that. Like it's enjoyable for that reason too. Oh good. Okay. Um Yeah. I'll save what I had for the uh, my other movie list. Do we okay. have some lists that we need to go over? Some what? Lists that we need to go over? Yeah. You know what I did start watching on Netflix was... Um, you might have seen it. It's like trending now, you know, because 9-11 was recently. So oh, started, did you watch that series? So I started watching it, and it's actually done really well. It goes it's from like... Fun. It goes from people that were in the building story to um, firefighters story to uh, politicians that were in the Capitol that worked next to President Bush. Like, it's I watched really that well. too. It's I watched really... it. <clears throat> did you I don't watch remember. it? I did. It's pretty I don't good, right? I watched the whole fucking thing. And it just shows like we had no business being over there and like we fucked them up. Just like we do every other fucking country. I don't want to start that shit, that conversation, because it's so big. But it just really unpacks everything. And, like, it shows why we were there. It shows what our relationship was with Al-Qaeda. It shows what our relation, you know, before we we made them the enemy. Like, it's just, yeah. I watched it and I was just, like, pissed off. Because I was like, the United States is just really fucked up. It was a really... It's very shitty because Al-Qaeda is not a country. It's a terrorist organization, organization yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not like you can just pinpoint a country and go to war with them. They right. literally were just like, we're going to drop bombs here and hope we hit him. And yeah, it, the way they went about everything and they tried to cover up so much and like, oh, just, yeah, you guys should watch it. What, is, what the fuck is it called? It's really good. I think I had it in my notes. So the third episode, when they're talking about um, all the firefighters that died, the people that died, the missing flyers, that shit, yeah. that, that made me cry. Yeah. I remember exactly where I was, how I, I do felt. too. It, that, that was very, it was so... Um, it was just so shocking. It's called Turning Point. Yes, it's really good. Nine Eleven and the War on Terror, and it's really fucking good. It's informative, like you said, from all angles, from yeah. everybody's point of view, and it, yeah, it's really good. And there's really no um like agenda behind it. Right. It's, it's not biased. Story. Yeah, it's just yeah. storytelling. Right. It's done right. really well. Yeah. Um, Hold on, really quick. Stop. Get out. I say no fucking animals in the room. Get out. Sorry. 
Okay. Um, Bad kids. I know. So we have some birthdays and we have, let me pull them up. <clears throat> I'm mad my throat feels like this. I was going to pull up um, an email that we have too. Okay. It was like a write-in from a listener. Okay. Um, so this one says, hey guys, I don't know if I'm supposed to send shout outs through here, but I thought I'd try. I know you guys are overwhelmed with messages and if you don't read this on air, it's totally fine. I just want to start off by saying I absolutely love you guys and think of you as my virtual auntie slash besties. I know I bugged the fuck out of Patafria and sent her the randomest stuff, LOL, but I swear so many people do. My, my, my friends in my head and I think of you when I see random things. Anyways, I was wondering if I could have a shout out for myself for my birthday and graduation. My birthday passed July 31st. Sorry, we're a little behind. Leo gang, right, Crystal? No. <laughs> and I wasn't even going to bother y'all, but I've been so depressed since lockdown, but I'm trying hard as fuck to get out of it. Thank you. So that's from Brianna. Happy birthday. Shout out to you. And thank yes. you for them. You are our friend. For sure. Yeah. Um. So this one is a recent one. I'm just going to do the, the listener write in real quick. Okay. Um, dear Hello Dysfunction ladies, I'm in my mid-20s now. I'm married in my early 20s. We have a toddler together. My husband has cheated a few times. Mm -hmm. And long story short, it's been financially, mentally, and emotionally stressful being with him. I can't be myself around him, and I'm not attracted anymore. Uh, I'm thinking of filing for divorce. I've been talking to another man who is so sweet, willing to do anything for me and my child. He's everything I could have asked for, and we are extremely compatible. The list goes on. Basically, I want to start a new life with dude. Should I go for it? And it, it's anonymous. Um, in the beginning, I was like, did I write this? Did like right. me from the past, did I fucking write this and send it to the future? Um, so when you get married, when you're really young like that, I, I don't recommend it because you grow into a totally different person in so many fucking ways. Sometimes many different people. Yeah, many multiple times people. by the time you get to be like where I'm at now. I've already been like five people. You know what I mean? Um, the person that I was when I got married at that age, like has been gone so long. So it's like, if I tried to force myself to stay in that and that's not me anymore, I would be miserable, right? And I think that's a common thing when young people are together from way back then. Like you don't have enough life experience. You ain't had enough dicks by then. You ain't had, you know what I mean? Like you have to like get more experience in life before you before you make a big ass decision like that. Yeah. So I tell my daughter and shit, like, don't get married fucking early. Don't don't try to do that right now. It's not Dang. time. Um, but yeah, so sh there's someone that has her attention that she's attracted to. I know how that is to be in a marriage and not be attracted to the person anymore. And like, it's not there anymore. So what I will say. Did she say, did she say that he's a, a verbally abusive or did I make that up in my head? Oh, no, you did say, it, well, that it's mentally and everything. Uh, hold on. Mentally and emotionally stressful being with him. Okay. Financially, because he cheated a few times too. 
you know? So it's like, why am I dealing? That's what I went through. Like, and you're cheating, like on top of me being and you're cheating. So why, like, come on. So what I did was I used that as my out. And I was like, I'm not suggesting this, but I was like, you know, I can't get over the cheating. When in reality, there were a lot more reasons, a whole laundry list of why I wanted to get out the marriage. But it just felt easiest to use that. Like I need some time apart to see if I could really get over it this time or whatever I'm having feelings. And that was like my way of creating some space and then being like, yeah, we should probably break up. Right. But um, I just, it's not fair to stay with him and you feel like that. It's not fair to him and it's not fair to you. No. So like definitely break up, not even for the other person, for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, don't do it with the plans for everything to be great with other dude. Just do it for yourself. Because the odds are it it might not work out with dude. Rebounds are not good. Like rebounds happen for fun. And when people try to take them hella seriously, I always get nervous. Like, no, that's not what a rebound is for. Yep. I definitely split. Yeah, you're feeling like this better for yourself. You'll feel relief for yourself. And like that person, it it would be fair for them to get someone that's really into them and really loves them. You know what I mean? Fucking trying to force some shit. I hate when people try to force shit. I'm so against that. Just go. It's be first. You know, just part and be fucking cool. You could totally do that and co-parent and whatever. And and who knows? Maybe one day, years from now, y'all might get back together. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. It could go that way too. You never know. We always say this, but life is so fucking short. It's too short to stay miserable. It's too short and it's fucking rude. Like I said. So, you know, like make the most of it while you're here. Don't worry about other people. Go with what you feel. Yep. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Hello, ladies. I'm writing you in regards to a very important birthday to me. My cousin Olivia's birthday is September 12th. She's turning 26, and I wanted to give her a shout-out because she's also a big fan of y'all. Her birthday means so much to me because since children, she's been my number one. I've grown apart from friends, but never from Olivia. She is closer to me than my sister. She's my road dog and ride-or-die homie who pulls up whenever I'm in need of support. We talk on the phone every day because we've been inseparable since birth. We bond over the podcast and we love having weekly check-ins over all the episodes. Olivia, I know life can be tough, but this year will bring you a lot of lessons and you will learn from everything and grow. I die without you. You're better than a best friend because you're my blood. I love you so much. Happy birthday, dude. Love, Gina. That's so fucking sweet. sweet. Happy birthday. I have no cousin like that. That's hella sweet. Happy birthday. I love that. I know. Very sweet. So this one is, hello, you two are my fiance's favorite podcasters. I hope, I hope I'm not too late. Don't worry, dude. We're way behind. I hope I'm not too late. <laughs> playing catch up. But her birthday um, is on Tuesday, September 14th, and she's turning a beautiful 26. Her name is Molly from PEI Canada. She's my love, my whole world, and I cannot wait to spend my life without her. A birthday shout out from y'all. With her, you mean. Huh? I can't wait to spend it with her. You said without her. Oh, did I? (laughs) You said I can't wait to spend my life without her. I can't wait. I'm fucking ruining the whole shout out. (laughs) I mean, it's obvious. I'm sorry. Let's try this again. 
Her name is Molly from PEI Canada. She's my love, my whole world, and I cannot wait to spend my life with her. With her, yes. A birthday shout out from you would mean the world. Um, all the best, Gabriel. So happy birthday, Molly. Happy birthday. That's really sweet. So, you know, sweet. so sweet. I admire all these write-ins that people do. Especially when it's from a partner. I think that's so sweet. Yeah. A best friend, all of it. That has like actually pays attention to shit you like, you know? Yep. Says a lot. Yep. Hi, Crystal and Patafria. I'm so grateful for your podcast. I love listening to the show. It's the highlight of my week, especially lately we have, when we've been in another full lockdown. Can I please do a birthday shout out to my twins, Ray and Rita? They're turning three years old on September oh, 17th. So cute. I've been listening to your show since they were tiny little babies. They Ray are huge Kong fans. No! <laughs> they really yeah. like they really like the stories about Crystal's wild animal visitors and the animal oh, rescues. So Wait, sweet. here's the best part. P.S. Ray and Rita are actually cats. You shut the fuck up. I fucking love you. Harriet, I fucking love you, girl. Bye, Harriet. I'm so fucking annoyed right now because I'm picturing Harriet. little cute twins. Bye. I'm so Harriet. irritated right now. She said they love the animal rescue story. <laughs> Why did you read that, bitch? <laughs> hey, I didn't even full I didn't even fully read through this till right now. This We're not doing right. happy birthday for y'all cats. We're not. Happy yes. birthday one time. Don't write in for your cats. I'm going to fucking sing for them right now. Do oh, not. Oh my god. This is the greatest write in ever, dude. Do not write in for your motherfucking pets. I love Don't. you. I and, and she's a patron. I love her so much. This is so great. She also said get well to you. Thank you. I'm trying. That's hello funny. Okay, I next one. Laugh. Hey Potafri and Crystal. My name is DJ and my girlfriend Hannah loves your podcast. Her birthday is on 9/11 and I was wondering if you guys can give her a shout out. I would appreciate it a lot. We're packing and going to Miami tomorrow, and she's literally listening to an old episode while packing. And I'm Aww. not going to lie. She hella got me into your guys' podcast. It's very entertaining. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Potafree and Crystal. Also, Thank I you. wish you a speedy recovery from COVID. Thank you. And happy birthday, Hannah. Happy birthday. Very sweet. Um, I like it. I, like this episode is not going to be a good example, but I was talking to Crystal the other day about how, you know, we're able to see stats on our show and like a lot of our listeners are women. And I was going to recommend, or I did recommend a show to a friend of mine who's a guy. And he was like, I mean, I just haven't listened, not because I don't want to listen, but like, is it like mom shit? Are you talking about like mom shit and kids and shit? And I said, no, it's not always that. Like, you know, um, some like men could listen to, or, you know, it's not always about fucking parenting and recipes and shit. Like you right. can listen. And then I thought, how many partners and guys probably fucking think that? And that's why they don't listen. Yeah. So we need to make it more, you know, inclusive for everyone. Let's yeah. get some more topics in. For I mean, we do have good shit as far as, like, recommendations for the guys. Like, how to, you know, get our attention. How to keep it. How to, you know. But, yeah. like, 
yeah, we need to, some more inclusive topics for the men's. Yeah, so tell your guy friends. Yeah, tell them okay. check it out. Um, question for the show: I have always been pan, and I don't, I don't give a fuck about a person's genitalia. And recently, I told my cis male partner I'm pan, and I want an open relationship. It was the same shit Pat dealt with. What should I do? I'm a pan cis woman who has finally just accepted it's their, it's their sex. I think it's a type. Uh, I'm a pan cis woman who has finally just accepted their sexuality. Any words of wisdom? Um, I would just say, did she say like how long she's been with her partner? No. No, because that gets tricky when it's like if you're with someone for hella long and then right. you kind of that bomb and then some people might not be um, willing to try that with you and then they might want to end it. Right. So yeah. usually when it's like a more recent situation, like a newer relationship, um, you know, you can kind of talk about those things like it's been on my mind and here's where I'm at. And, you know, where do we go from here? But really just communicate. You have to just really have a talk, like don't make a decision without them, um, but just ask how they feel about it. And is it something they'd be comfortable with? And, you know, if not, why just, yeah, you got to talk to them. Yeah. Some think- people, are, some people love the idea, but like when it comes down to it, they wouldn't want it for themselves, you know? So it's like, you really got to have that talk. I, and I definitely think it would be easier if you have that conversation with your partner, um, earlier on in a relationship than later on. Cause it, you know, yeah, if you went yeah. three years with someone and then all of a sudden you're like, I want to open relationship, you know? You take that as like a yeah. very personal attack, you know? Yeah. Like, you take what it am like I not you're not into me, you know? And it might not even be about that. It might just, yeah. Yeah. So have the conversation as early as, as you can. Okay, so this one's really heavy. I fix my glasses. <laughs> what? Okay. I said, as I, I went like this, I was like adjusting my glasses. Like I have fucking glasses on. Um, So I'm messaging y'all from a burner account because my story is something I'd rather tell faceless. My ex is a narcissist. I left the moment I realized and I haven't looked back. He's blocked on all forms of communication, even his phone number. When I say I'm done, I mean it. I'm so hurt. Um, By the double life. At times, even triple, he was living, multiple girlfriends, having sex with men and trans women, which, to be honest, wouldn't have bothered me if he was open and honest about his attractions. We love bi and pansexual men over here, but all the secrets and lies have me crushed into a place I can't seem to get back up from. We were together five years, and I thought he was perfect. I thought after years of being dogged out and hurt by men, I finally found the right person. But everything unraveled and the truth was revealed and he wasn't the kind, loving, empathetic, empathetic man I thought he was. I was able to get out without any issue, but now I'm stuck in this painful grief. I know Patafria says the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else, but he gave me a lifelong STD and I no longer feel comfortable dating because of my herpes diagnosis. 
I know it's a glorified skin condition that's much more common than most people realize. And I've only had one outbreak in the last five years, but it's the heavy stigma attached that I'm struggling with. I know in the long run, when I'm ready to date again, the right person isn't going to care about it, but I feel so disgusting that I have to carry the weight of his fucking actions for the rest of my life. How do I deal with this? I feel like I'm drowning and I can't break free. Before contacting herpes, I already had issues dating and finding partners as a fat black woman, but now the pool of potential partners is even smaller. Um, hold on, sorry. And I get it. I understand everyone has the right to decide whether or not they want to risk contracting something. So I can't even be mad at them. And I will never be the person who hides it. The stress of this breakup and the information I found out about him is literally killing me. My hair is falling out. My This makes me want to cry, man. Yeah. Uh, my hair is falling out. Um, my blood pressure is high and I've never had a problem with my health before this. I've always been very healthy other than my mental illnesses. No one in my life understands what I'm going through and how I feel. So it just eats me up and it's destroying my body. I've given up all hope when it comes to finding love, especially after the love I thought I had was fake. I'm broken and destroyed over something that wasn't real. And I just really need some type of guidance. Fuck. <sighs> yeah, this is deep. Um, what I'll say is I felt like that before I've cried and felt like I was going to fucking die. Yep, and yeah. you know, felt so betrayed. Like I just said, my last ex betrayed me in a way that I did not see coming after three years. And I was like, I'm done. I'm never going to love anybody again. Like I didn't see myself loving anybody again in the future. And I didn't think I would ever fucking get over it, but I did. And like, it really, some take longer than others, but you're going to be fucking fine. So really you, you don't need to look for that in another partner right now. You need to just focus on getting strong yourself. Your health. Yeah, your health, all that, um, maybe therapy or something. Just you have to get yourself strong because this is like you're taking too hard of a hit, you know? And I do always say, like, fuck somebody else to get over a person. But this isn't a situation where I would recommend that because you're not doing good, you know? And no. it's, it's, you're, it's fucking beating your ass. Like, you need to... Um, Work on you, focus on you. And then later when you want, when you're comfortable with you and you get back into the dating scene, this might be bad advice. Um, let me be careful how I word this. Do you have to tell people if you're not having an outbreak? Yeah, you should. Yeah, you do. You should. Because I was going to say, like, is that something that you could kind of wait and see if, if like, we're really going to fuck with each other and then say it? Like, um, you know, I haven't had an outbreak in five years. Because isn't it true that, like, you can't contract it unless the person is having an active outbreak? I think it... I'm not going to say yes or no either way because I don't know 100%. I want to okay. say yes, but I'm not 100%. So that's, Okay, so that's what I've always period, thought, right? There's a period called shedding where um, your body is shedding the cells. You don't actually have a sore yet. And I believe that you're contagious in the shedding phase. So oh, okay. Um, I would say, I wouldn't even worry about sex right now. I would be, yeah. first yeah. of all, focus on rebuilding your health. Be very selfish. If you have the money, go take Put a trip. If you, yeah. if you don't, take a staycation, go to a spa, 
something that's going to make you feel good momentarily and then get into therapy message us if if you need some resources i have a really good one a listener um sent us um and then when you are ready to fuck with somebody i would make sure that that relationship um you have a connection other than sex first and then when you feel comfortable and you feel safe then tell them that mm-hmm. i will just tell you off the top Start of my head friends first yeah i will tell you off the top of my head i have four different people i know that have herpes just off the top of my head that have shared it with me yeah and it's very common it, you need to remember you didn't do this to yourself right it's easier said than done but stop beating yourself up about it you yeah. know it's not going to make it go away stay on your preventative meds mm-hmm. um but your health you know when you're so devastation of the heartbreak part like you're gonna be good like don't think you're never gonna i know it feels like that but you're going i promise you you're gonna be good and you're gonna look back like why was i tripping so hard off it off of that person you know because your last breakup was a devastating one it was fucking devastated to where i would obsess about it and it was like yeah, it was so hard. It took and, it took like two years to get over him. It's it's still hard sometimes. Like, uh, yeah, some people you never really get all the way over. You know, it's just you'll be fine though. Like, I'm good. I don't. You know, it's not holding me back from anything. I'm not walking around upset anymore. Like, I look back on it now, like, damn, that really hurt me. But I'm not hurt the same anymore. It'll get right. better, even when it feels like it won't. It will. Right. Uh, your health is just really important because I know um, just just from reading and, and the people I know, your stress levels and your other health could will... make you have an outbreak. Yes. Yes. Stress, I heard, is a determinant. Like, that'll make you cause an outbreak even. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, for your health, you want to just put yourself first. Just Let me spoil just the fuck I'm out of so yourself. Sorry. Take the best care, pay for yourself. Huh? I just want to what? say I'm so sorry that she went through that, that that happened to her. I thought you said go, go to porn is what I thought you said. That too. No, but no, what I said was I'm so sorry that happened to her. That's fucking Yeah, we've been there. We've all been there. Yeah. A lot of us have been there. So it's like, uh, you're not alone in this and I promise you'll be fine. Karma will get his ass, dude. It will. I'm a firm believer in that. For sure. I'm so sorry. God, that hurts my heart, man. It's a fucked up, man. Fucked up. Okay. Hi, ladies. I love you and have a question for you and would love your input. So I have a cousin who I didn't grow up with and just started hanging out with in the last couple months. I really liked her and hanging out with her because we are so similar and a little bit of the outcast in our family, but I've recently noticed some weird behavior on her end lately, and I don't know how to address it. We had gone out about a month ago, met a dude that we were both really into, and she instantly made it sound like we were in competition for him. I, whoa. I laughed it off and made jokes about it, but ultimately 
I've left with him and have been randomly hooking up with him since then. After that night, she and I had talked about it and she seemed fine with it. However, on Friday, we had gone out with our family again and a friend of another cousin's joined us later on in the night. She had tagged along with me to buy a round of shots and passive aggressively told me that she's not competing with me again, that she's been trying to fuck him and I keep getting in her way by talking to him. I was confused because I was literally just catching up with him since I hadn't seen him for a couple years. Since she didn't grow up with us, I explained to her I actually knew him and I was just catching up with him. She threw herself at him in front of me after that, and she has no game, so it was honestly really desperate and cringy to the point that my mom noticed. I found out today that they ended up hooking up because the cousin who brought the friend told me that she went up to her and told her about it and the whole situation with the other guy from a while ago and made it seem like a haha, I beat her finally kind of thing. I want to flash on her because that's weird behavior, but I know I can't because of all the drama it would cause. How do I address this without starting hella shit? May the best pussy win. <laughs> I've been in situations like that where like me and a cousin or me and a friend like are into the same guy or whatever. And um, yeah, but be, okay. So because she's trying to compete like later too, like in other ways, I guess. Yeah. So now she a thing now. I would yes. like either may the best pussy win or I would separate myself. Cause like you're an yep. adult and that's weird. So like, yep. I'm not, you know, we're not in high school. You wasn't close to her growing up anyway. So it's like, you right. know, give some distance. That hey. would just be one of the people I'm not going to keep in my life like that. And, and blood don't mean shit. It does not. That, that's just a, another stranger that you did not know until recently is how you got to look at that. And it, it seems like she's making everything a competition now. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I yeah. Cause that. like, and you feel, you obviously feel some type of way and like, you know, yeah, no, I just, yeah. It sounds like drama. You don't want that drama and that mess. Just like fucking create space with her. It sounds like she has a lot of fucking insecurity and, she needs uh yeah talk to somebody and it's not gonna be me all right yeah. uh we have so many but i'll just make this the last question um hey ladies first off i hope you're doing all right i hope you can help me out with some advice i've had this crush on this guy i work with and i've been shooting my shot for a while now and i finally got him where i want him i really like him we get along great he's hella funny and charming i'm like swooned and I know he likes me too but we were gonna mess around last night and I found out he has a tiny dick I hate to be shallow but I but it wasn't enough what the fuck do I do is size a factor for you please give me some advice aunties so I messaged her back and I and I said how small is small because everyone's definition of small is different right she said tiny like if it was Three to four inches, she could work with it, but it's, but it's not, not a mushroom. Yeah, it sounds like it might be a micro penis. Man, so um, things. You want to? You start. So I will say sizes. 
I'm not a size queen, yeah. but under three inches, I couldn't. Maybe if it was like super girthy, we could figure it out. But she said it's not. I asked her that too. Mm -hmm. um, if you really like him, I mean, really like him, like you want to keep talking to him. And then, so the other question I asked her is penetration a big deal or does she prefer oral sex? Because you know, that makes a difference. I'm a penetration yeah. person. She said, mm -hmm. both are very important. So if you really like him and you want to continue talking to him, you know, there's toys, there's oral sex, there's fingering, yeah. shit like that. All time fave. Yeah. Yes. I would um, definitely like in a humorous, casual way, bring up like, would you, would you be comfortable like incorporating sex toys in your sex life? You know, like, are you, cause some guys are, and some guys aren't, you could just say like the conversation came up or something and you wonder what he thinks. Right. Right. Um, that'll tell you right there if he'll be open to trying different shit that could possibly satisfy you in the future. Yeah. Excuse me. But um, I was going to say I'm in kind of a sim similar situation. Um, there's okay. somebody that I'm, that I'm really flirty with, right? But like not directly. It's very indirect, right? And the person is flirty back with me, but neither of us have really like addressed it, like put it on the spot. Sometimes it's better to not fuck that up and just keep like the little flirtiness going, right? Like, I don't think I would ever want to take it further and then have it like maybe get weird later or, you know, like sometimes the excitement is all in like the flirtiness. Yeah, I, so, I hear what you're saying. So I'm saying like, if, if you think that um, maybe that person isn't the type that would play with toys and shit or that they would get offended or anything, just leave it at that. Like, I would just leave it as flirting and, like, not go no further with it. So Don't even might... start that up. Because she ain't fucked him yet, right? No, they were messing around the other night, and that's how she found out he had a tiny wee-wee. Yeah, so I would still... Fuck. Like, do you even want to flirt anymore? Like, I don't know. I would just... Uh... <laughs> I would just not go for go further with it. That's what I wouldn't do, but I don't know. If you really um, want to try toys. Yeah. So you might know the answer to this. Is there um, a device that can be um, worn? I, I'm going to just say like a strap on for men with tiny penises so, that will still allow them to have an orgasm. Not that I know of. Not that mm -hmm. I know of. That sucks, dude. Because like then it's like, are you attracted anymore? Like, you know, is it even going to be fun to be flirty anymore? Or, you you know, you can't force anything. So, you know, it, it'll suck, but, like, you can't fake it if you're not into him no more. Yeah. And, it, I mean, if you still are and you're really digging him and his character and insides are, are exactly what you've always wanted, you know, there's ways to work with it. But me personally, I couldn't. I like penetration too much to be satisfied with under three yeah. inches. Yeah. You know, and that's. It just depends how much. Yeah. If you're willing to work around that and if they are too. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, yeah, that sucks. That does suck. Okay. So I have something else I want to read. Um, 
So, hey guys, I wanted to share something with you to let you know that you guys are doing such a great service for people and I don't think you even realize how much of an impact you're making in people's lives. I've been listening since the beginning of your show. You guys have normalized mental health issues for me immensely. Coming from a traditional Mexican family, I'm first generation. Depression and anxiety are is just something that you ignore and have to get over on your own. Eight months ago, I gave birth. And you to better stop. What? What'd you say? No, and you're expected to like you're expected to like snap out of it. Yeah. Eight months ago, I gave birth to my first child, and I suspected that I had postpartum depression. It wasn't until around my daughter's five-month mark that I decided to use BetterHelp. Again, I would not have known about the service if it was not for you guys. Since then, I've met an amazing therapist. Love it. Um, Sorry, this is getting long. I'll cut it short. I also remembered Crystal talking about how she dealt with her postpartum depression. Um, I started Zoloft about a week ago, and of course, I got pushback uh, from my family because this is so strange to them taking medication to not be sad. Um, you got to do what's right for you. So if you need to keep that shit private to yourself and handle it, then do that. But you can't, um, don't let your family's influence like interfere with you getting the help you need. Yeah. She then says, I don't feel so alone in this new journey that I have to go through. Thank you for normalizing all the dysfunctional shit that everybody goes through, but never talks about love you guys dearly. I thought that was great. That yeah, I love it. That's something like um, in in like Latino families, it's like look depression, mental illness. Period is looked at as like it's not real. Like it's not a real thing. Like you need to s- snap out of it and like quit being a baby and shit. And like it's very like um, harsh. I want to say like you know, it's just not taken seriously. It's not believed. So it's hard. If you have a family like that, um, don't worry about trying to convince them. Otherwise, just keep them, you know, out of your business and take care of yourself. Yep. Keep it separate. We have we have one more birthday. I almost forgot. Sorry. Um, hey, Auntie. So happy to be back on Patreon. Finally, I want to quickly give my bestie for the restie, Rachel Falara, a.k.a. Ray Dad, a huge birthday shout out. Her birthday is August 18th, and I know hearing her alias on the show would make her weak. I love you, boo. And that's from Jasmine. Happy birthday. Happy late birthday. Super late birthday. I know. So sorry, you guys. And um, that's all I got. That's it. Okay. All right. Suck it easy. Go to bed. (laughs) 